hopefully, right, gentlemen, I'm back. Can you hear me? We can let them know. Yeah, we it's can hear you. There. <laughs> hopefully, we can like say, "Hey, uh, heavy metal horrors here." You know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, Mark, we Joe, need Mark, yeah. 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 yeah, we got that cool, we got that cool logo now. We got the yes. logo. Mm -hmm. The cool demon. Maybe awesome. give them some yeah. stickers or something. We'll have some stickers to hand out. Nice. You know, let people know. I think on the stickers, I'm going to make sure we have the, you know, the unsaneradio.com on there. We can just bring those mm -hmm. to shows and give them out to people. Hey, we got a podcast, blah, blah, blah. When are you going to get right. us on like, iTunes and Stitcher? I have oh, to. Man. That's the next thing. I, I couldn't <clears throat> get yeah, on the iTunes. Yeah, I tried. It. I tried on iTunes. I can't. I'm on there with my other computer, but I don't know how to make this connection. Really? It's so confusing. Like, no kidding. you know, go to here. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck to do. So I got to find someone who knows how to do this shit and they can just put it up. Yeah, there I've never, never tried to do know, anything like that. So. Yeah, it's just so confusing. Uh, All right. Well, <sighs> Joe, this, is, uh, this is your baby. The deep dive okay. into uh, into our top five Testament albums. I've got them. I've got mine in order. Yeah, I actually have the full Testament discography ranked, but uh, oh, we I did too. I had done that too, but yeah. I thought now that we're not doing that's that, easy enough. Take the top five. Take, take yep. them. I think Me this too. will open up uh, us to talk about other aspects of the band. You know, the band a little more broader discussion of the band itself, and like I said, live you know live albums and stuff could be included mm -hmm. in that. So, sure. Yeah. Or experiences we've had going and seeing them live or whatever. You know. So, yeah. Yeah. A little broader discussion of the band. A little something. You know, a little more positive about them. I am Montag, Master of Illusion. What goes up? What must go? <laughs> I saw Carl laughing when I was doing it the first time because he got the Wizard of Gore or the reference. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Uh, you could tell, yeah. You could tell he got it. <laughs> he was grinning like, Wizard of fucking Gore. <laughs> I am Montag, Master of Illusion. What goes up must come down, but not always. I'm Chop Top. And Prime Me. Slugmeister. <laughs> Slugmeister is identifying as Prime Me. <laughs> and you are listening to. Heavy. Metal. Well, tonight's episode, uh, we're going to turn it over to Chop Top. We're going to do our first deep dive. Top dive, deep dive. That's right. That's right, oh. kiddies. Go ahead, Chop Top. You take it over. All right. Well, for my number five. Oh, wait, let's uh, let know what we're doing, the man. People don't know what we're doing yet. Who, who's the band? Chop oh, Top. Who's the band? Clint. Fucking Clint. Damn it. Hands up. Hands up. <laughs> Sorry, people. Okay. <laughs> it's about <Alrighty>. the band. <laughs> well, for this episode, uh, we are doing a top five deep dive of our favorite Testament albums. So with that, I'll begin with my top five, my first pick, number five, Testament's Low, 1994. I, I just, the, the title track alone is worth purchasing this album. Uh, but Legions in Hiding, uh, Trail of Tears, uh, again, Chuck Billy, the vocalist going on it. Uh, another uh, lyric about, you know, Native American plight. And uh, I like how he does that, honors his heritage. Dog Face Gods, uh, one of the most death metal songs I think Testament ever did. 
but uh, still killer. You wrote Skadoji, uh, the instrumental. is just fascinating. It's different. Something they never tried on any other album, I don't believe, before. And uh, I really like Ride. Ride just says yeah. it's, it's just totally yeah. driving and powerful. Yeah, mm-hmm. really driving. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So that's my number five, Testament's Low. Ah. Well, that, that you mentioned, and I think it's probably going to be on our list, all of our lists somewhere. I see uh, Slunkmeister nodding. Is it on your list as well? What number is it for you? Uh, that's that's number one for me. So we'll just jump to the spoiler. <laughs> wow. Number one. Same here. Yeah, number one oh, for uh, me too. Okay. Okay. Just yeah. Absolutely a classic album for me. Uh, interesting story behind that. Uh, coming off Ritual, um, they were in the studio, and at that time, and uh, as is the case, I think with many metal bands of the '80s and maybe even into the '90s, uh, they start getting pressure from the from the label to to kind of change things up. So at that time, uh, alternative. You know, the alternative scene was big and the label started wanting uh, a testament to to go in that direction. And so Peterson at the time was like, okay, he went and wrote Dog Face Gods. It's like (laughs) he took that back to the label and goes, here's your alternative and kind of threw down the gauntlet right there. Nice. And um, so, you know, out of that sort of friction with the label, uh, they just amped it up. You know, Mm -hmm. what a jump from ritual to low. Yes, in mm-hmm. tone and intensity. Oh yeah, and, uh, but yeah, thanks, even to, thanks, even to, thanks to the label to to push them in a whole different direction. Because yeah. you would, Fucking you know, you could say Ritual was a little more of a like a commercially successful mm-hmm. or sounding sort of yeah uh, musically. But yeah, they just very thin they, production though on Ritual and and Low just boom pumped it up. Yeah, that much and I more. think Low just set the set the tone for the rest of their careers. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was that was the yeah, jumping off point. Yeah, they haven't looked back since. since. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think rituals is at the bottom of the rung bec- uh, only because of that. Is it doesn't sound like testament that we knew and loved. It's like it sounds safe and commercial to, 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 as far as testament goes, you know. Right. But yeah, low. I agree. I agree with everything. I, I love Hail Mary. I mean, low was just great. The title track that that chorus comes in. That super heavy chorus. Uh, mm-hmm. Hail Mary. I love Hail Mary. Um, and you know, in Yoratsuka Doji, anytime that you can write a song um, about a, an anime uh, with a you know tentacle porn and a little pee pee, little pee pee demon guy, I, I'm I'm great with you know, uh, yeah, super heavy album. Uh, that was my number one too, Slunkmeister. So we uh, we took it out. Yeah, when that album oh. came out, I was just like, oh my god, this is this is something a whole nother level for testament that oh yeah loved, <laughs> yeah loved yeah. the heaviness and intensity that that one brought mm-hmm. all right well uh funk what was your uh, number five so, yeah number five for me one of their newer ones uh brotherhood of the snake mm-hmm. um, and i just absolutely love this album just grabs you uh right right with the opener brotherhood of the snake the title mm-hmm. track is mm-hmm. so freaking good and you know, there's something about when Testament covers secret societies, uh, you know, uh, mythology, like all this dark uh, demonic stuff or whatever. You know, Brotherhood of the Snake is all about the reptilian, the, the whole reptilian uh, uh, mythology. And so, yeah, they, they do that stuff so well and it fits their music, their music to a T. So, um yeah, uh, the Pale King, uh, Seven Seals, is absolute monster. Oh yeah, track. I mean, yeah, that and Brotherhood are the two; those are worth the price of admission. Seven Seals is kind of uh, reminiscent of uh, of the Gathering of uh, uh, Six Days in Darkness. Is it Six Days in Dark? I forget. Uh, yeah, 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 um, that, yeah. 
Actually, yeah, excellent. that just those songs just get get the head banging. You, it's undeniable. So yeah, Brotherhood yeah. of the Snake is a great album. Great album. Yeah. It, great is, it, for is, me. It, it was hard, you know, doing the deep dive and instead of the entire bottoms up, you have to be more selective. But yeah, Brotherhood of the Snake is a phenomenal record. You know. Three Days in Darkness, sorry. Yes. All right. Uh, my number five was uh, 1988's The New Order. Oh, and uh, I got a note to uh, Slunkmeister to listen to that snare drum. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, what I like about this album is this kind of sets the tone of what will become the Testament sound. You know, like they were finding themselves, it took an album, the album before, like it took a little bit, but New Order, like into the pit. Disciples yeah. of the Watch. Oh, uh, classics. You know, song. right. These are classics <laughs> that they still make the set lit. Mm-hmm. Disciples of the Watch and the Preacher. They kind of got their bearings here early on. You know, we can't compare the production value of that to the albums 30 years later. It's just not going mean, to. There's there no need to compare. But no. the energy and the thrashy sound and their 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 solos, the way they construct their their songs and the the some of the themes they write about are evident in this album and that's that's why i like it that's why it made my top five is because here's a band that's coming into their own and and defining the sound that's going to make them uniquely testament as opposed to other thrash bands that were around at the same time so yeah the new order for me is uh definitely a top five yeah and if you want like a more modern uh production values from a lot of those songs uh first strike still deadly that they put out in uh, 2001 oh, yeah. a, a remake a re-recording mm-hmm. of uh of many of those songs oh yeah, yeah. I, got, I bought that too that's that's fantastic yeah. it was really good it's too. really well done yeah yeah i generally don't care for when bands do that but you know like they yeah, pulled those, it off those first yeah those early recordings were a little thin production yeah. wise so it was kind of nice done in a in a more modern much bigger more full sound i guess yeah mm-hmm. holy there's there's my number five so that that covers all of us, right? We did our fries. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, all right. Back to you, Chop, for number four. Number four. I am going with Dark Roots of Earth. Uh, yeah. I thought this is the second album with uh, Alex Skolnick returning to the band. Uh, um, this is where they are really starting to, you're, you're, you're sensing the new, like you have the first half of Testament in that direction. This is, you know, going from, uh, well, the first one was Skolnick back. I forgot the title of it. Shame on me. But this is the second one with him back. And you can honestly hear now the New Testament sound, the new direction. How much more? The, the, the key, yeah, yeah. Formation of Damage. Sorry. Thanks, look. Yeah. And it's, mm-hmm. it's the, the maturation of the band in the songwriting, the depth, uh, the musicianship. Everything is just really starting to, you're, you're hearing this on this album. I mean, Rise Up is a burner. Uh, Native Blood, again, going back to Chuck Billy's culture and a salute to his heritage. Dark Roots of Earth, the title track. True American Hate, a burner. Uh, I could go on. The the whole album's brilliant. And then I got the one with the bonus tracks on it. They cover Queen's Dragon Attack, Scorpion's Animal Magnetism, and Power Slave by Maiden. So, yeah, it's number Uh, four for me. That's uh, on my top five as well. That actually is my number three. Um, What I liked about it was the classic Testament sound without all the thrash. And, and my notes were like, I kind of like the slower songs, maybe even more than the thrashy ones, because it was a departure in some ways. Uh, it wasn't just thrash. They were they were adding some of these other song styles to their repertoire. And there like, was the depth. Yeah. Like, yeah, depth. You know, Rise Up, Native Blood, um, you know, Dark Roots of the Earth, True American Hate, 
And I thought the covers were fun, like Dragon Attack. It's like it took me a while to realize, like, oh my god, that's the Queen song, Dragon Attack. Yeah. Um, you know, like, oh fuck, yeah, okay, that's that's kind of fun. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you, Chop Top. Uh, I, it's a, it's a great, it's the classic great sound, but like you said, it's kind of like a newer Testament sound mm-hmm. when they're evolving. But uh, I, yeah, it's a phenomenal album. It was on uh, number three on my list. Cool. Yeah, for me, it didn't quite didn't quite make my top five, but still, I mean, I, I like everything Testament's ever done, honestly. Mm-hmm. So there's not a bad album anywhere that we're going to talk about for me. But yeah, that one, um, yeah, awesome. It's it's reminiscent of Low of their early stuff. You know, I, I like that they've kind of kept that that sort of uh, intensity. Um, you know, with the exception of Demonic, Chuck Billy kind of you know he does a nice mix of death metal vocals and the cleaner stuff. Love his voice. It's such a great match mm-hmm. for Testament. Yeah, yeah. You mentioned Skullnick. He's just one of my favorite guitarists. Period. Right of all time. I love his. He's made some of the best, some of my favorite guitar solos uh, that I've that I've ever heard. So another great album. Dark Roots. Uh, this could all just mm-hmm. be wadded up into like a top two batches of Testament albums for me. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Great album. Right. Testament's a band that just has done very little wrong, you know, in, in regards yeah. to their music. Uh, Slunkmeister is that? Are you... It's slumps. Yeah, four yeah, for Slunk me. Meister. Yeah, uh, we're going to go back to '89. This is when I first discovered Testament uh, with the Practice What You Preach album. Mm-hmm. Uh, nice. This is when they started getting some play on, you know, Headbangers Ball on NC mm-hmm. Rock, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, they really jumped out at me, and I, I just love this album from top to bottom. There's a lot of nostalgia here. This is where they kind of started to diversify their sound a little bit Mm -hmm. into, you know, some other styles of metal other than thrash, you know, their early stuff. Uh, Any, anywhere you go on this album, practice what you preach, envy life, greenhouse effect, uh, sins of Mm -hmm. omission is fantastic. Uh, The ballad. The word trail of tears or the ballad, right? Uh, Yeah, the ballad. They do do ballads really, really well. Yeah. Yes, they Um, do. I like that they call it the ballad, so that yeah, you know what it just, is. You know, yeah. <laughs> look at the obligatory ballad. Everyone's doing it in the '80s. Here it is, the ballad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that almost made my list. It was like it was hard between that one because that was the very first Testament album I had. I bought the cassette, mm-hmm. you know, and I would just listen to that thing over and yeah, over. Yeah, really cool cover like, artwork with yeah. that kind of yeah. landscape and, with those figures. And that was like my first real thrashy band that I was into. I mean, it was a pretty mm-hmm. heavy, pretty heavy band, um, you know, for my taste at the time. Yeah. And in and, and that thrash, but the quality is just so good, man. And and I, I get where we're coming in. It's it's a really it was hard choosing between that album and the new order. All right. Uh oh. Montag, I believe you're number four. Did you do your four? Oh, my number four. I'm going with 2011's The Formation of Damnation. Oh. Uh yeah. I just I love this album. It it's a kind of a return to their melodic guitar harmonies that uh-huh. I uh, you know had kind of not uh, they hadn't gotten away totally from it, but it was like a really obviously you know they were bringing back this in, in obvious ways. Uh, so I thought there was a greater variety of riffs on that album that I had seen from the previous couple albums. You know, songs like uh, "More Than Meets the Eye" and "The Evil Has Landed," the the formation of damnation. Uh, it's kind of like that was like old school testament for me, you know. And then uh, the persecuted won't forget fear, you know. I mean, there are a couple songs I wasn't crazy about, uh, but you know, not every album has to have ten perfect songs to stand out and just be, you know, phenomenal. So, I I like the formation of Damnation because it just brought back epic. this, yeah, epic sound <laughs> and this kind of old school testament and and just like it. Well, it will be testament to just how they just get better 
and better as they go. Uh, this is, album's only you know ten years old, and it, it will be around in fifty years. You know, as people continue listening to thrash, and it's just going to be one of those records. Uh, Testament's going to be one of those bands that just lives forever. You can all agree with that one. So, my number four, yeah, the formation of Damnation. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, this was the first album uh, that they they had had a nine year hiatus uh, prior to this to this album when Chuck Billy had uh, been diagnosed with cancer. Right. He had uh, the germ cell cell uh, seminoma that had appeared near his heart, and yeah, so they they'd missed nine years while he, while he dealt with uh, with cancer. And as I was kind of looking this looking into this a little more, I read an interview that he did back in. Uh, 2012 where he talked about dealing with cancer and uh he told this really interesting story he said he had an old friend from uh, the bay area you know where they kind of testament came up it's kind of where they formed up and he would uh, meet this lady uh when he was in the area and she would uh tell him about a medicine man named charlie that she really wanted him to meet he was kind of a medicine healer a native american healer mind you at that time chuck billy was not into native american healing or you know that sort of religion i guess for lack of a better term uh he was raised catholic basically so you know she would tell him about this guy and it would just kind of go in one ear out the other he's like yeah whatever but uh so one day after he gets home from from a bout of chemo and he's just home alone there's a knock at the door and this charlie just shows up unannounced and he comes in and he's uh and he tells chuck he's going to perform a healing ceremony on him and then after that he's done he'll leave so he he went along with it, and this guy does the ceremony, and uh, Chuck describes these really trippy experiences he was having during the ceremony, where he's kind of like uh, uh, flying through the air. He can hear this wind and wolves howling and all this stuff. So wow. he said this. Then Charlie like swipes this eagle feather across his chest, and Chuck said he could feel something like move inside of him. And so after that, the guy tells him the wind is going to be a very important in his healing, and it would be his spirit guide. So the guy leaves, and weeks go by, and one night he's he's awakened by the sound of wind outside. Uh, he goes to the bathroom because he'd been having these stomach issues at the time. So he's just sitting on the toilet. The wind's howling outside. He hears, like, beer cans clinking around and blowing around in the wind. And then basically as he puts it, he, while he's on the toilet, he releases something inside of him releases something out of his body uh i assume he just uh, not, uh, it craps it out <laughs> so and as that happens that the, wind, yeah. the wind stops everything stops the clinking beer cans and all that stuff just follow the ground and he said at that moment he has this overwhelming sensation that the sickness is out of his body he even goes to bed and tells his wife like i'm fine now sure enough he goes to the inn for his blood test that week and the doctor says hey the tumor the tumor is cancer-free. So he was, wow. at that, from that point on, cancer-free. The what tumor an amazing was still there. Story. Yeah, I thought that was really Shh. fascinating. He's been a believer ever since. So he delved further into Native American uh, like shamanism, culture and shamanism. Yeah, so he yeah. started going to sweat lodges and all this stuff. Wow. At that time, the tumor was too large to remove. This was very close to his heart, I guess. And uh, so he started going to other shaman and uh he went to a guy that they worked on shrinking the the tumor and that happened as well the tumor shrunk enough where he could go get it removed surgically um so yeah he, he, he's ever since he's been uh <laughs> a, a believer in all that so I, I, yeah. yeah i thought that was really really interesting story so 
man. Wow. So yeah, that, he's back awesome. now, full force. Mm-hmm. Well, that that's an incredible story. What what can you say? Results don't lie. You know, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no matter what your belief system is, I mean, the fact that he's got he's got evidence of uh, yeah, being cancer free. Uh, you you can't argue with, uh, with. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Great. Great. Story. Yeah, he gets healthy and comes back and puts out formation of damnation. Yeah, that, was, uh, that was what my number. That was your four, I think, right? Four. Times to gather. Just that opening track, DNR. I mean, Don Life, Wrath. I, I think. Uh, what's the song that Three Days in Darkness? Yeah, I agree with Slunk. Many times oh, we've talked God. about that before. Is just so phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Careful what you wish for, right in the snake. I mean, perfect, top to bottom. And you have Dave Lombardo on drums, who came to guest yeah. in on that. And this is the album I believe DiGiorgio just stepped into into testament with on base yeah i do believe this was the one so uh or no he guessed it on it because they still hit christian or something alex christian greg christian then on the other one but yeah for me this is uh this is a number three it's that high because it damn well deserves to be there it's that powerful of an album Mm -hmm. together slunk Slunk, that's got to be on your list somewhere three for me as well (laughs) (laughs) yeah that album is Everything you just said, uh, yeah, Lombardo, you know, that just took it up a notch. Yeah, DNR, Three Days in Darkness. I mean, that that song gets me headbanging so hard. Mm-hmm. I was headbanging yep. so hard one time, like when my kids were little, like they looked scared <laughs> for me. I was headbanging, stuff was falling off shelves, off my desk, <laughs> you know, and they looked concerned, kind of uh, concerned. <laughs> And amused oh, at the daddy, same time, yeah. Put a in his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> I still remember that. Oh, oh that's yeah. great. That's how hard that song rocks. So, yeah, writing oh, the stakes, own shut eyes. Yeah, these last, these top three for me are like some, sort of almost three of the greatest metal albums, period, in my opinion. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. particularly mm-hmm. three in a row. These next three are just, uh, they were at the top of their game. Yeah, in the, in the mid to late '90s. So, yeah, up until now, like all of our selections before, have wiped out four of my five. Yeah, and and this takes my number two. The Gathering was my number mm-hmm. two, right. um, and I my notes were like just two words: Dave Lombardo. You know, yeah. like I mean, DNR. It's like, you know, we've we we know how ferocious this album is. Um, you know, the eyes of wrath, three days of darkness, as we'd mentioned. And I put for legions of the dead, I put my note was just Jesus Christ, <laughs> you know, because <laughs> it's just so fast. Yeah. It's yes. So Lombardo just cool. elevates any, anything that he touches really. Yeah. Yes, he does. Yeah. Right. I so. mean, I think he's now playing with, uh, oh, Mr. Bungle. Su- suicidal tendencies. Yeah. Yeah. ST. yeah. You know, yeah. right. I mean, he's just a great drummer. He's so fast. For him, he likes playing those different kinds of things. Uh It's like bringing a Ferrari to a uh, race with Yugos, you know? It's like Mickey D playing drums for Scorpions. It's like, you don't need that much power, man. It's, you know, nothing against the Scorpions, but, man, you got Mickey fucking D. Yeah. I mean, come on. When I I, I first, I think think it might have been you, Slunkmeister, who let me know that Dave Lombardo was coming on to this new Testament album. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, I was you amped know. up for that. Yeah, I love Grip Inc. I thought that was a great yeah. band. We've got to talk about that one uh, one show. Mm-hmm. And I was just so excited when I put it on. I heard the DNR. I'm like, oh. Was you not know, disappointed. No, not at all. And the whole album <laughs> is just a shred. Mm-hmm. And um, 
just oh my god i mean what more can i say i mean we've we we all love it we all know the the potency of that god it's just just a brutally great album so yeah, yeah. the yeah. gathering and i'm out my list is out because we've we've <laughs> covered <laughs> we've covered it all so i'm excited to see what you guys have in, in your <laughs> one left we haven't covered and i bet it's on your list too well maybe not yeah we might as well jump to number two then number two uh Let's my number ahead, two jump, jump. Yeah, my number two, uh, their most recent, Titans of Creation, 2020. Yep. Phenomenal. This was my top favorite album, 2020. I was going to say Sea of Angels, which is about Son of Sam Killer, also on there. Ishtar's Gate is a burner. Symptoms, maybe my one of my top favorite. Oh, Symptoms is so freaking good. <laughs> oh, I, yeah, re- oh I, listen, I have chorus. listened to that so many times. <laughs> yeah, that chorus yeah. and then. The, uh, yeah. the way it builds up from the beginning, uh-huh. and my God, it just pulls you right in. And then the healers, brilliant. Um, I mean, the whole album. I I, I oh, listen yeah. to it a lot. I still listen you... to it ever since it came out, and I, I think I've listened to it probably at least a hundred times already. So wow, it is. Well, I remember Titan you telling me about it because Testament is one of those bands where I like. I'm not up and following on their you know stuff all the time and like what the releases are, but when you told me about it, I'm like, oh shit, they got a new album out. And you told me how yeah. good it was. Then I went and got it. I'm like, oh, fucking hey, mm-hmm. yeah. And it is just <laughs> yeah. so good. You know, that's why we can say, honestly, like, this is a band that just gets better and better. Like, how much mm-hmm. fucking better can they get yeah. into what they're doing? I mean, geez, where does it stop? You know? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how you maintain this this level of greatness, you know, for yeah. as long as they have. It's it's, well, it's really this current yeah. this current lineup that they've had together for a while now, Hoagland to Giorgio and Skolnick back and everything. This is probably the best lineup they've ever had, and I believe some of the members have actually said that this is definitely the tightest and the best band. It, you know, tightest is it a shows. band they've ever been. Yeah, yeah. it shows. So, yeah, yep. yeah, great. Now- like Night of the Witch is, is are those screechy vocals? Is that Chuck Billy doing that? No, that's uh, Eric Peterson doing his black metal that... vocal. He has uh, okay. Dragon Dragon Force, not Dragon Force, Dragon Lord was his black metal op- outfit that he did a couple albums with. Oh and man, so those, does, those yeah. are so cool! Yeah, Curse yeah, of Osiris. Like, there's some of those screech in there. I'm like, is that Chuck Billy? There's no way he can do that too, <laughs> on top of everything else that he does. So, no, that's right. Peterson, huh? Interesting. Yep. Those really, those are really awesome in the in Night of the Witch, man. I love mm-hmm. those. Yeah, it really adds a nice yeah. accent over, yeah. over Billy's vocals. So mm-hmm. really cool. Yeah, it was really hard not to bring in this album into my top five. You know, it was just like, yeah, well, yeah, this one's close. Yeah, it's because it, I mean, it's a, and it's the fact that it's so new. It's like, well, their last album, and it it is just so heavy. It it still makes me reinforce the point. Like, God, these guys are just not given the respect that they're due they're so underrated and i mean there's so many bands uh out there that get more accolades but jesus god these guys are just good yeah Um, you know every time i've seen them it's been in a supporting category yeah you know Uh, and even though like when they when i saw them with was testament and megadeth and slayer it was like they were all sharing the bill equally which i thought was great because it was a 20th anniversary of they were celebrating like what was it 1992 what was that the ritual for them and megadeth was doing or no yes. that was 2010 it was 20 whatever album they put out in 92 was the oh 90 was souls 90. of black yeah okay souls of black. So they souls did of the black. entire souls of black album and that's when megadeth did the entire rust in peace and slayer mm-hmm. did the entire seasons in the abyss but still it's a supporting you know like a support you know they're they're not 
on the top tier. They're not the ones headlining, you know, and maybe they're cool with it, but I just feel like there are other bands who are not as good, who are not, who are getting far more kudos than these guys. And these guys are just some of the brutally best metal and music, Ever. not just death metal or thrash uh, that, that you can ever th- want to hear i mean testament just my god they're just so good mm-hmm. yeah i 100 agree okay. yeah. that was my number two i think uh montags went through his whole list yeah uh I'm, so i blow my wad my number two <laughs> and i guess my, my number two and this will be it <laughs> so number two for me 1997 demonic so this is part of that trilogy wow. i talked about low demonic and the gathering uh and this was uh you know the gathering and low were kind of uh, the bread on this demonic sandwich. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, man, oh man, this, uh, you know, how do you follow up low? You come out with this, their most brutally heavy album they've ever made. I mean, this thing is dark and heavy. You know, I mean, yeah, how do you do it? You, you know, you pull There's the shades, you need some black yeah. candles. Yeah, you draw a pentagram mm-hmm. on the floor, and then you, mm-hmm. you uh, turn up to 11, right? Demonic. So, um, like the yeah, vocal that he did in low. That deeper yeah. growl, it becomes like almost like it's a monstrous, terrifying. Yeah, you know, it's like yeah. you know. Right. And from what I recall, that was kind of a decision that was made in the studio at the time they were recording this. You know, he started doing some death metal vocals, and they're like, "Yeah, go with that." And uh, you know, and he just kept going with it because the music, all the music, was so damn heavy. And so, yeah, he just went for it through the whole album and mm-hmm. with a little little tiny break here and there, but yeah, pretty much all death metal and. I think my favorite, uh, uh, I think my favorite track off that album, and it's very catchy too, is "Burning Times." That is just yes, such love a that killer song, song about the witch burn. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. I, I love every song on this album. This is another one you can mm-hmm. jump in at any point. Like yeah. "Low," like the gathering. Yeah, together as one. John Doe, "Murky Waters," uh, Ten Thousand Thrones" is an epic song. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, and, and anywhere you go on this album, you're you're just going to get bludgeoned in the face. Yeah. and the testicles. and you're going to love it. You're going to say thank you. Yeah, thank um, you. May I have yeah, more. Thank Punch you. me in the testicles more. <laughs> right. Yeah. And you're happy yeah. for the opportunity. Yeah, I I love this album too. Is it, it was hard not to choose it. I I think the what kept it from the list for me was that sometimes because it is so there is so much going on, I, I found the the production to be a Maybe it was just a, this was intentional, or because of the complexities of the of the songs, there were times where it felt a little bit muddy because mm-hmm. there was so much thick. Yeah, thick. It and is thick. It is thick. You know, yeah. like no, uh, right. yeah, and and it, that was like it was hard. The, the clarity was gone. But if you if you like that muddiness and that that thickness of wall of bludgeoning sound, I cannot think of another Testament album that surpasses that in that quality. You know, because that's what we talked about. Slunk was like, man, we just listened to this. How how do you get better than low? And we were just like listening to demonic together for the first time. Like, oh my god, I guess this is how you do it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And you know, my oh, memory. In, of... uh, oh, go ahead. Go ahead, chap. Well, I was gonna say, guys, back in uh, twenty was it twenty thirteen, maybe a little later, they released uh, some remastered versions of not only uh, they did the gathering and then they did. Uh, for strike still deadly and they also did demonic i got the remastered of demonic and there is a difference and it's okay really, i don't think really i have good. the remasters yeah it's got different artwork for it and uh okay. nice booklet i think and then uh yeah the remastered version sounds it, it's cleaning up that muddiness that montag talked about in the mm-hmm. original production i believe so 
Yeah, okay. check it out. Yeah, I would like to check that out too. Yeah, I feel like this album too came out at a time. I would have to go back and look, but my memory of this was at a time where some of the metal bands were kind of going a little softer. You know, when did like Black Album come out for Metallica or 1990, I, I, I think. Okay, so that was 92? way earlier. Way earlier yeah. than this. But I don't know. I, I just remember at the time being kind of. Uh, I was looking for some heavy, something really cool and heavy, you know, out of some of the band, uh, a heavier direction. So it was just really, I was thrilled when, when Demonic came out the first time I heard it, I was just, my jaw dropped like, oh my God, this is so, this is so heavy. This is awesome. You know, this is what I was looking for at the time that really scratched an itch. I think. Great yeah. album. Great choice. Um, I guess we'll go on with my number one and yeah, this is going to surprise you guys, but uh, it's the new Let's order. Wow! All right, second album uh, for me. This cool. well, this was the, the the first album I I ever heard from Testament, and uh, I mean, even the cover of they do a cover of uh, Nobody's Fault by Aerosmith on it, which is really mm-hmm. that's fun too. It's not a bad cover considering a lot of covers suck. This one wasn't, but I mean, some song titles we talked about for Disciples of the Watch and Preacher. I mean, Disciples of the Watch. I just mm-hmm. want to break shit. The children of the corn song, right? It is amazing. Yeah. Um, into the pit, another one where you just, yeah, I want to go head first right in that fucking pit and knock people's heads off. Yeah, uh, right. Trial by fire, that intro by Stolnik and everything, and then it just starts burning into that classic riff. And the title track, New Order, is just just one of the few of the standouts. The whole album's brilliant, top to bottom. Yeah, and I mean, if you want to amp those up uh, even further, um, the album Return to the Apocalyptic City, it was a live EP that they did, five tracks, Over the Wall, So Many Lies, The Haunting, Disciples of the Watch, the live versions of those on that that album, it it amps it up even more. Like, you you want to go jump off a cliff or something, I I don't know, man, they are so drive my car into a fucking curb embankment or something at that point. Yeah, (laughs) I, I, I wanted... I wanted 15 more songs on that EP. You know, I wanted to be yeah. that live. I wanted to hear everything. Yeah, that opening over the wall was yeah. so good, man. And it's such a great, I was like, oh, only five songs because they're mm-hmm. so goddamn good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Live at the Fillmore, another great out live album. Yeah, yep, exactly. That yeah. One too. yeah they're, in, they're one of those the bands that are, I mean, as good as they are on album, and they are really good. They are a live band. You know, you hear mm-hmm. them live, and it's just like more ferocious than you can imagine. You know, and they just shred it. They just, just kill it. Uh, Chuck Billy's voice again. We talked about this with uh, with Blitz from Overkill. Like how they maintain, you know, that singing style and maintain their voice over this many years. You know, my God, they've been doing this for decades, and 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 stay. Uh, you know, he, Chuck Billy sounds the same as he did. When yeah. they started, like mm-hmm. there's no no difference in his vocals, uh, and that's amazing. If, that if, if anything, feat. if anything, Slunkmeister, especially considering what he's been through health wise post cancer, he's gotten stronger his years ago. You might be right. Yeah, yeah. you know, his more voice, mature. I even, guess. Yeah, just just stronger. There's more power even mm-hmm. than before. He was always a powerful vocalist, but it just seems yeah. like now with this incarnation of band and everything that's been going on for so many releases. He gets stronger and stronger and stronger. And he's just Yeah, you just don't expect uh, he's, that. He's so underrated. There's just no doubt. He is. He everything about Testament is underrated. You got it. Damn shame. 
Have we blown our water? There it is. There it is. There's our top five, our first top five deep dive into a band that I guess deserved probably our whole bottoms up uh, run. <laughs> but I, I like this experiment doing this top five. And, and Testament is a band that we have said we we love their material. It is it is one of the best metal you know thrash bands out there. If you're listening to us, we'd love to have you on. Come on down. Yeah, we're anyone? waiting to talk with you, Chuck. Chuck, <laughs> yeah. watch out to. Yeah, we want to hear you do your do. Exactly. Yeah, we'll talk. We'll talk hentai. Yeah, come on, Um I just like saying the word Yoratskadoji. It's just kind of fun. Talk ancient black magic shit or something. Who know whatever. Reptilians. Well, there it is, kids. Deep dive into Testament. You know, we said it all. Yeah. So you run out so of there, superlatives with Testament. Yeah. You run out of everything. So we're going to take off for tonight. So this is Montag, Master of Illusion. And Shop Top. Slugmeister. What was that? Pornmeister? Slugmeister. Oh, your audio came out like. Like, are you coming up with different names already again? No, I'm experimenting. We're going to see what sticks. All right. Well, we're going to you know, see. If we sticks. had fans, I would turn to them for suggestions. What, what sticks on the wall? Like this Maybe slunky, Like his slunky socks. Because <laughs> that's such a gross word. Uh, it's perfect. No. It's perfect. Yeah, I don't want it, it's, though. It suits you. I don't think that. That was nuts. You've been listening to... Heavy metal, as Carl would say, fucking standards. <laughs>